Are y'all awake or what? Y'all right? Come on, I'm back, baby. Come on. Wow. Yeah. Wonder of wonders. Wow. 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 You would love me, Lord. Wow. You would come to this earth for me. Wow. I never heard that growing up. I didn't know Jesus loved me. I didn't know any idea about that. Christmas was about me getting gifts. We didn't have a lot, but boy, I was stingy. I not care what you got. I don't know what I'm getting. And I was the kind of kid that liked to open them up early. Early. And I just bug mama and bug mama and bug mama until finally she'd relent. And I'd get it early. And then Christmas would come and I'd get nothing. I remember one year I bugged the snot out of mama. And she had really gone out on limb because I bugged her to get me something. We didn't have a whole lot, but she was a waitress and she saved her money. That's when, before we became Christians. She was a drunk, but... I tell you, she's a hard worker, though. And she got me a mini bike. It was used. We paid $125 for it. That was back in the day. But she'd made good tip money. And the thing sort of smelled of gas. It was used, you know. It smelled a little bit like gas. But, you know, I just want the mini bike. I don't care about that gas smell. And so we bought that mini bike, and I bugged her to let me ride it and get on it. Christmas rolled along. That mini bike was broke down. Not only did I not have anything, I had a broke-down mini-bike that was shot when I bought it. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Wow. Anyway, let's go. Here we go. (laughs) Wonder of wonders that God would love me. Let's see what we can find today. Wow. What's the title of the message? Here it is. Making God Big. Say that with me. Making God big. Come on. Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on. Making God big. Wow, how big you are. Let's talk about it today. We're going to learn through this series. Today is making God big. Next week is making God true. Let God be true and every man a liar. Making God true in your life. Taking the promises of God and and they're mine. That'll be next week. But we're going to learn from those that were there. We're going to see how how today Mary made God big. And here's Mary, a teenage girl. They tell us from history, from what they do in the Middle East and how they did during those times, Mary was a teenage girl, probably 14, 15, 16 years old. And here God is using her. He chose her the handmaiden of the Lord, to bring Jesus to us. Amen? But here is this one, this humble girl, who's going through something that's incredible, that's so hard. Crazy it is! And she's going to teach us today how to make God big. Don't you want to hear from Mary today? I want to hear from Mary today. Mary, how'd you do it? How'd you make God big like that? And she's going to teach us today right from the Word. Let's look at it. Here's the point about making God big. This isn't just a Christmas message. I don't want us to get together just what I taught you the Bible. And that's great. But what can I get out of it? How can it affect my life? How can it help me? I need help, man. Amen? So, God is big. But is He big to me? God is 
is big. He's big without you making Him big. But He ain't big to you unless you make Him big to you. Did I lose you on that? I did lose you? I'll try it again. <laughs> this is something you have to do and I have to do. I can't do it for you. I can get up here, wow, wow, God's big. Mary go, He's big. But if you don't think He's big, He ain't big. Not to you. Let's see where we're going with that crazy kind of thinking. So often the struggles, the problems, and situations in our life that we face dwarf the bigness of God. Now does that make sense? Excuse my language, the crap we go through. And many of you know. How many say, Pastor Gary, I've been through some mess. Come on, let me see your hand. I know what it is. And so often we think about the problems. And they just engulf us. And we focus on it. And it is hard. I know, I've been there, man. And so often those problems can be so big. And God is so small. Baby, we've got to reverse that. Amen. Say, God's bigger than any problem I've ever had. And I've lived long enough to see, even through my trouble, that God was working all the time. And He had me in the palm of His hand. I didn't slip through the cracks. He cared for me. He was holding me. He was leading me. He was caring for me. Even though I wouldn't give Him none of the credit, I couldn't see Him. Don't you want to make Him big? Make Him big in your problems. Yeah, I'm not saying just you know, dust your problems aside. No, you've got to see them. You've got to deal with them. But realize I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am more than a conqueror through Him who loves me. So let's talk about making God big. Now where did the message come from? There was a period of silence between Malachi and Matthew, about 400 years. When you go from the Old Testament to the New Testament, it might be the flip of a page in your Bible, but it was 400 years to them. That's about 150 years longer than we've been a nation. That's a long time, 400 years, that God's not talking. Wonder why God hushed? Have you ever thought about why is God not working in your life? Maybe you've got something to do with it. You ever thought about that? Say Look at what they did. Look at the children of Israel. Look at one of the last, the last book in the Old Testament. The burden of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. God says to them, I have loved you, says the Lord, yet you say, wherein have you loved me? You ever said that to God before? Where'd you go, God? Why are you picking on me? Why do they got the good family down the street and the good marriage and mine's gone to pot? You ever talk like that at all? Sure you have. You're lying if you say you hadn't. That's what they were doing. Where have you loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother, says the Lord, yet I've loved Jacob? He's talking to him. I've loved you, but you're saying I don't love you. They're not making God big. They're making God the bad guy. Y'all get that or not? God says a son honors his father, a servant his master. If I then be your father, God speaking, where is my honor? Where is my honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? Where is your reverence to me? Where is your respect for me? Says the Lord of hosts, O priest, O priest, God speaking, that really despise my name. You kidding me? 
and you say, wherein have we despised your name? Can you imagine smart-mouthing God like this? Here's the thing. You can't imagine it because you do it. And I've done it. And we're not being honest if we don't. God, does, God wants us to be honest and real with Him. You know what? God's big enough to handle your crap. He's also big enough to handle your mouth. Aren't you glad He's big enough to handle the mouth and the things you've said to Him before? Aren't you glad that, that He didn't get rubbed the wrong way? Say, say, aren't you? Can we thank the Lord you didn't get rubbed the wrong way because I said that? Say, amen. Keep looking. So, where is my honor, you priests that despise my name? Listen to what God says. You act like I ain't seeing things? God talking. You offered polluted bread upon my offer. You gave me that old four-day-old Marita bread stuff. Y'all ever get your bread from the bread store? I grew up poor, baby. We went to the bread store, got that day three, four-day-old bread. Didn't bother me a bit, amen? I love getting them little cinnamon roll things, amen? In the tins, there's six of them in the tin. Pinwheels, I could eat them like going out of style. Because they owe, oh, you get ten packets for a dollar. They're like six packets gone before we even hardly down the street. But you know, God says, don't give me your old bread. Don't give me stuff you won't eat. You hear me? This is what they were doing to him. No wonder God went silent for 400 years. Just an interesting way to look at it. Wherein have we polluted you? They say, in that you say the table of the Lord's contemptible. They didn't even look at communion and, and their offering of the sacrifice back in those days, sacrifices and things like that, and feasts. It doesn't even mean anything. For, for from the rising of the sun even into the going down of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles. You know what God tells His people? Israel. All right. You make my name junk. My name will be great out there among those heathen people. Guess who we are in this room? Heathen people. And did we just for like almost an hour praise the name of Jesus this morning in this place? Yes or no? Amen. We're making him big. Yes or no? Amen? That's what God said way back in His Word. And in every place, incense is going to be offered unto my name. And a pure offering for my name shall be great among the heathen, says the Lord of hosts. But you profane my name, in that you say the table of the Lord's polluted, the fruit thereof, even his meat is contemptible. Just giving you a little taste of what the last book in the Bible in the Old Testament was like before it went silent. I tell you what, I think we ought to make God big. We ought to praise Him this morning. You're going to see from Mary in just a bit. You said also, behold, what a weariness it is. What, why am I even going? Why am I even getting up going to church? What good is it? And you've snuffed at it, says the Lord of hosts. You brought that which was torn as an offering and lame. You brought me them little old sick lambs. You look at them little measly lambs you done brought me, God said. Look at them. They ain't pitiful. You wouldn't even eat that thing. You brought an offering. Should I accept this as your hand, says the Lord? I must be a tiny, old, pitiful, puny, little nothing God the way you treat me. How many thought he is? Gary's been to North Carolina and got angry. <laughs> Not angry. Just telling you the truth. 
You don't realize sometimes when you let your problems become the center of your life. And God is, is not small. He's not big, but He's small. That He is watching. He is looking. And He is not happy. When He is holding you, He loves you, and yet you wallow in that misery. Now this is the pot calling the kettle black because I've done it. Amen? Say. That's what's happening. But cursed be the deceiver which hath in his flock a male and vows and sacrifices unto the Lord a corrupt animal, a corrupt old thing for me. For I'm a great king, God says. I'm a great king, says the Lord of hosts. And my name is dreadful among the heathen. Alright? God knows how big He is. Okay? Just because you don't think I'm big, He says, Yeah, I'm pretty big. You'd be better to get on my page. Amen? Your words, God says, chapter 3, have been stout. Can you say stout? Stout against me. Instead of making me big, you've made your words against me big. Your words have been stout against me, says the Lord. Yet you say, what have we spoken so much against you? Verse 14, you've said it's vain to serve God. Did you know the Bible says we're going to give an account for every word that we said? Can you imagine how much trouble I'm in? He knows everything we say. He knows how we magnify everything else in our life. But we don't magnify Him. It's vain to serve the Lord. What profit is it that we've kept His ordinance and we've walked mournfully before the Lord? What, what good did it do us? Then they that feared the Lord spoke often one to another, and the Lord, listen, and the Lord what? And the Lord heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before Him for them that what? The Lord. For those that feared the Lord. For those that respected the Lord. And that thought upon His name. And they, say that with me. And they shall be. I don't know about you, but I want to be His. Amen? I don't want to speak, I don't want to speak stout words against the Lord. I want to speak stout words for the Lord. Amen? And when I offer to the Lord, I want to give Him my life. I want to give Him my best. Not the leftovers of Gary. I don't want to come here on a Sunday morning all shot. And just pathetic and not caring about you and thinking about what I say and not prepared and who knows what's going to happen around here. I don't know if you notice it or not. When we do something around here, it gets done good. And y'all notice that or what? Say. You notice how? Yeah, praise the Lord. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Come on. Listen. Listen. We don't go out and spend a fortune on trees. A lot of these things were donated to us. You ought to have seen them when we got them. All crooked, all bent up and everything. But listen, some of them, you know how they pack things in a box? But I look at this. I didn't have a thing to do with this. But you know what? Whoever did it, did a good job. Come on, amen. Praise the Lord. This is the Lord's house. We don't come to this campus with trash all over the place. Are you coming here? Don't you think there's trash left in here some Sunday? Sure it is. Did you know we don't pay anybody not one dime to come through here and pick up trash? This is God's house. Amen. Now, yeah, we spend big money out there on that campus. I'm going to tell you that right now. 
1000 dollars a week to keep that 15 acres looking pristine. 800 sprinkler heads. I don't know jack squat about sprinkler heads, okay? And all I know, it's hot, and I kill stuff. Amen? I want it to look nice here. Amen? But the point is, this is the Lord's place. Yes or no? We don't worship the building, but we worship Him through what we do. Yes or no? Amen? Say. And when the band gets up here, they missing all their notes. Are you kidding me? If you get up there and do that, you're going to find a seat. Yes or no? No, we know you ain't perfect, but I'm going to tell you what, they're pretty close. All I know is they work in their tail off and the sounds are pretty good, ain't they? Well, why? It's because he's wor- is the Lord worth it, yes or no? Yeah, give him some credit. He's big, man. Come on! Come on! And that's not for us to get stuff. I'll make God big so I can get me a big house. That has jack squat to do with none of it. He's big because he's big. I make him big because he loves a snot out of me. Amen. And he loves you to pieces. He's big. Today's Sunday. It's the first day of the week. Why are we here on the first day of the week? Because he is first. Yes or no? Amen. Did I lose you on any of that? Come on. Not bragging on us. Bragging on him. Amen. When you make God big, it's amazing how good you can look. Amen. When you make God big, and people see that you make God big, that's what the Bible says. The Bible says, what's the Scripture? What's the Scripture? Over in Matthew, you're the light of the world. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your what? Your good works. They do see you, but they do what? Glorify your Father which is in heaven, making God big. You're flashing lights at me because I have done God off on a tangent. This is a good tangent, though. That's when the Lord shows up right there. That's good preaching. The wonder of wonders. In Malachi, we see the children of Israel. We see the griping, the moaning, the groaning, the complaining. There's 400 years of silence. And even during that silent period, God was working. But I'm going to tell you something right now. He's pretty well ticked off. And don't think that Him coming, Jesus coming to this earth, He didn't just come for the children of Israel. God knows His foreknowledge. He knew that He came for the whole world so that we could all be saved. Heathen, Gentile, crazy people. Amen? Say. And so, though it was silent, He was working. But don't, don't miss the point that they royally ticked God off. Amen? Got that? So, the wonder of wonders is that God loves me. Now, Roger, I'm going to try my best now to stay with you. So today, that ain't we need to the message yet. Isn't that terrible? Making God big. Making God big. But I'll fly through this. We can do it. Here we go. Making God big. Let's go with Mary now. It's been silent for 400 years. No prophets. Nothing. Persia, Iran ruled for about 100 years. Then Alexander the Great came along and ruled. And then a group of Jews fought during that time and took over Jerusalem and it was peaceful for a while. But then the Romans came. 400 years. Where did you go, God? Where are you? We haven't heard from you. And he shows up again to the craziest people. Shepherds. A teenager. A carpenter. This is nuts. Let's see what happened. In the sixth month, 
The angel Gabriel was sent from who? Can you say it louder? Sent from who? So God's speaking. Unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a who? Virgin. Had not known a man. Had not had sex with a man. I don't care what anybody says. Any of them new Bibles you get. It's craziness. This was a miracle of God. Y'all hear me or not? Say. To a virgin. A spouse to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was who? We don't worship Mary. We worship Jesus Christ. We worship God our Father, the Holy Spirit of the living God. We make Him big. Next to God, everybody else is small. Is that hard math to understand, yes or no? But the other thing we don't do at Fellowship Church with Mary, we don't trash Mary at all. I love Mary. Do I pray to Mary? No, it's not biblical. It's not in the Bible. Many that come here are Catholics. I understand that. That's your upbringing. But it's not in the Bible. We pray to the Lord. We pray to Jesus. He's the mediator between God and man. Now, whether you understand that or not, you'll just have to trust me till you read it for yourself, okay? <laughs> but you can read this for yourself. This is a guy that didn't know jack squat about the Bible, okay? So what I know is I know from the Word. You understand? So, but we don't, a lot of churches go on, they, you know, they don't pray to Mary, so they sort of trash her, you know, you know, you don't pray to Mary, blah. yeah, we don't pray to Mary, but we sure can learn from her. Did y'all hear me or not? We sure can learn from her. You want to learn from her? Let's see. And the angel came in unto Mary and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Never one time are we to pray for her. No. But she is blessed among women. She's the mother, the one that carried our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So the angel said, You're highly favored. The Lord is with you. You are blessed among women. So keep looking. And when she saw him, a young girl, teenager, she was what? Troubled, scared to death. Nuts! Are you kidding? I would be. Way, way worse than that. I'd be way worse than that. She was troubled and she was cast in her... The Bible's real nice at the way it gets words for us. You know what I'm saying? She was cast in her mind. What's that mean? She was like nuts. She's crazy. What's going on? You know what I'm saying? But it sounds so sweet, doesn't it? She was casting her mind what manner of salutation this should be. What in the heck is happening? You know, that's what she was thinking. What's going on? The angel spoke at a time when the children of Israel had felt that God had gone silent, and He had for 400 years. No voice of major prophets had been heard for 400 years. They were conquered now and ruled over by the Romans. We already said that. So Him coming to her was what kind of a deal? What's our message today? Making God what? Now we're getting there. I think we've already seen what happens when you make him small. That didn't work out too well, did it? And the angel said unto Mary, Fear not, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Keep looking. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb a virgin. And bring forth a son. Say it with me. And thou shalt call his name. 
The name Jesus means God saves. Say that with me. The name Jesus means God saves. Five little letters. J-E-S-U-S means God saves. You'll call His name God saves. Jesus. You're going to conceive, bring forth a son, and you shall call His name what? But you think you get into heaven some other way? You want to make God really ticked off? So ticked off you'll go and burn in a devil's hell? You think you can get to heaven on your own? You think following some kooky book, excuse me, the Koran and Mohammed, and you're going to somehow go to heaven? You're not. You're not going to make God big by following something that's not true. You understand, yes or no? I never told somebody something and it was the truth and then they, said, they turned it around some other way and said, I said this, which is not the truth. The next time I seen them, I go, Hey, how you doing? I just love the way you lied about me. God don't like it either. You hear me? Not trying to be ugly. People think that's ugly. I shouldn't be saying stuff like that. I could give a rip. It's the truth. I told you the truth. Jesus. Call His name. Let's say it real slow. Jesus. How hard is this? You don't have to be a genius here to read this. Okay? Don't fear. You found favor, etc. Keep looking. He shall be great. He shall be called the Son of the Highest. Not a prophet of whatever. No. The Son of the Highest. God shall give him the throne of his father David. So we see all of this. He shall reign over the house of Jacob how long? Forever. Of his kingdom there shall be what? If you want to go to heaven and have everlasting life, don't follow a dead end. I want to follow the one whose kingdom has no end. Jesus. Y'all listening? This is a big, and some of you are new in your faith. I get that. Some of you aren't even walking in your faith yet. But I'm going to tell you right now, this is cookies on the bottom shelf. Jesus. Amen? Get your footing really good. Who do I stand on? Jesus. My faith is in who? Jesus. Is it in Gary Clark? No. Is it in Fellowship Church? No. Is it in some other denomination? No. My faith is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Amen. Come on. Praise the Lord. Come on. Amen. Good stuff for our heart today. Then said Mary to the angel, she's scared to death. How can I have a baby? I've never even had sex. You can't say that in church. I can I like to speak plain English, don't you? That we can understand what we're talking about? Come on. And the angel said unto her, okay, great question. Great, great question right there. Alright, here's how it's going to happen. The Holy Ghost is going to come upon you. I'm still, she still don't know nothing. And the power of the highest is going to overshadow you. And also that holy thing that's going to be born inside of you. Say it with me. Shall be called the Son of God. That's how it's all going to happen. And behold, just in case you think i got a problem or God has a problem of being this big, your cousin Elizabeth, 
You know your old cousin Elizabeth, that real old cousin you got? Yeah, the old one. Mm-hmm. The one that can't have no babies. By the way, she's pregnant too. She's already six months along. And you know she's been barren her whole life. Nothing shall be impossible with God. Is God that big to you, yes or no? We're talking about making God big. We're learning from Mary and we're almost done. We're going to get there. So making God big. Roger's shaking his head back there in the dark. Here we go. How did Mary make God big? Well, this is what happened. You saw the situation. You saw the angel. You saw that, all that stuff. You saw what happened, okay? So how did Mary make God big? And this is where you and I come in. Here's where we come in. Say that word right there. Number one. Say it with me. Again. You want to make God big? Obey Him. You want to keep God small? Keep living your life your way and you be the boss. You be the big dog. What you say goes. Well, Mary didn't do it that way. She obeyed the Lord. Obedience. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord. I'm your servant. Be it unto me according to whose word? My word or your word? That'd be a great thing for us to say in our life. When we're facing situations where we know we're doing wrong, why don't we just say this, Lord, have your way with me. I want to do it your way. Your word, not my word. My word's wrong, your word's right. You'd be surprised how that changed your life right there. How do you make God big? Obedient. I'm the Lord's servant, she says. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. And the the angel departed from her. She says, do just like you say, Lord. I want to be just like you said. Tell the Lord that. I believe what you say. I want to do what you say. You want to make God big? Start right there. Start right there. Make God big by obeying Him. By obeying Him. That's what she did. Number two, encouragement. Encouragement is the next word. And Mary arose in those days. Who wouldn't? She had this encounter with the Lord, with the angel of the Lord. And uh, what did she do? She jumps on her horse or whatever she's got. And she goes and sees her cousin. Doesn't that sound like a smart thing right there? Now, if this is going to happen to me, I'm going to go find a person that already has something crazy happen to her. And so that's what she does. She arose in those days. She went to the hill country with haste to the city of Judah, entered the house of Zacharias and saluted. Hi, Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the six-month-old baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Ghost. By the way, who was that baby she was carrying? John the who? Baptist. The one that would be the forerunner before the Lord. And she spoke out, Elizabeth did, with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women. And blessed is the fruit that's going to come from your womb, Mary. And whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? So she's confirming But you know what Mary's doing? She's getting encouragement. I'm backing up a bit. How do you make God big? Quit surrounding yourself with so many negative people. Go find somebody that's going to build you up and not put you down. Somebody that won't agree with you about the sin in your life and the crap in your life, but somebody look you in the eyeball and say, let me tell you something right now. You're loved, you matter, but this ain't right, but I'm here to help you get it right. 
encouragement. Not a pat on the head. Sometimes encouragement is also sort of a kick in the tail a little bit. Does that make sense? If you want to make God big, obey Him. Number two, encourage yourself in the Lord. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Yourself, but also find others that are going to help encourage you in the Lord. Amen? You mean I might have to drive and find them? You just might have to. She had to do something. Amen. Say, For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, Elizabeth says, This baby inside of me jumped up for joy. How happy do you think Mary was to see her cousin? Pretty happy, yes or no? To know that she's going through the same thing a little bit. I mean, it's different. It ain't Jesus. It's John the Baptist. I understand that. A little bit different situation. One is a birth natural means, but supernaturally done through the man and the woman, all that stuff. But but Jesus, that's the Holy Spirit, is the Father, not Joseph. You understand that? Yes or no? But she went and got her some encouragement. Blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. So her, her cousin speaks to her and says, you're blessed because you believe. Oh! Don't you think she could have been doubting? This ain't going to happen. There's no way this could happen. Are you kidding me? She goes and gets some encouragement, and she gets an encouraging word from somebody that she loves and trusts, a word from the Lord of encouragement. Amen? So Mary hurried to see her cousin. Just keep flying through this. Keep going. It's about a five-day journey. Woo! Sometimes you might have to work to get to that one you need that's going to help you. Amen? Come on. She did. Elizabeth joyfully shouted, all this stuff, you're blessed. We've already talked about it, but there it is again, just in case you need to see it again before your eyes. There it is. There it is. What you heard is going to happen. Say that with me. What you heard is going to happen. So she went and got her some encouragement. So how do you make God big? Obey Him. Number two, encourage yourself, but find encouragement somewhere from somebody. You keep hanging around with the same people that's going to be negative or talk down like you talking. God's just going to be, whoo. Mary said, my soul, here it is, guys. We're almost there. My soul doth magnify the Lord. Say that with me. My soul doth. That's what she said after this experience with Elizabeth. She says, oh, my soul doth magnify the Lord. That word magnify, in case you wonder where I got the title of the message today, it means to enlarge. It means to expand. This young girl started making God big. My soul magnifies the Lord. All those doubts. She still had some doubts, no doubt about it. But she was working by being obedient. She was working by encouraging herself. And now she starts building on that with expanding on the bigness of God. You can do this. You're God. I'm not, but you are. It means to make known. That's what the word means. What does magnify mean? It means to make what? Good. I think you got the message now. We'll finish it up with what she says. Keep looking, Rod. So she worshiped the Lord. Mary on purpose made God big. You'll never make God big by accident. A lot of people wait for an experience to happen to them. Oh, I can't believe what happened to me. Did you know you don't have to wait for something to happen to you to make God big? You don't have to get run over by a bus and so you can tell everybody, I survived getting run over by a bus. God's big. Did you know you don't have to get run over by the bus? Don't you, you don't want to get run over by a bus, do you? You can make God big today without getting run over by the bus. Did I lose you on that crazy story there? 
You don't need some miracle. That's what the church is full of today. A miracle and hooping and hollering. I don't need any of that. He's big already. Amen. Say. I just got to open up my eyes. God didn't have to do a dime's worth of nothing more for me. For me to praise Him and make Him big. He's a great God. Yes or no? Okay. So she enlarged on what she had heard. She enlarged on what she had heard. Remember that. She enlarged God on what she had heard. She wasn't waiting on some more stuff. Quit waiting on more stuff to make God big. God's not your bellboy, nor my bellboy. He's plenty big without doing anything else for us. He's plenty big for you to enlarge on Him on what you know. She, experienced on, she expanded on what she had been experiencing. You've lived life. I've lived life. Ask the Lord to just help you remember how good He's been to you. Amen? Think about that. That's what I did last week in my message. I went back down there by the water. Just made God big there at the end of Dearborn Street. Amen? He's an awesome God. She let God know how big she really believed He was. Push me, buddy. Here she goes. She's making God big. Here we go. We're just going to read it, Rog. And my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. You want to make God big? My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For He has regarded the lowest state of His handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. My spirit has rejoiced, etc. Keep pushing me. Keep pushing me by the same Scripture. God chose me to be His servant. God chose me to be His servant. Wow. Say that with me. Wow, I what? One more time. Wow, I what? Now, oh, i got to serve God. It's killing me. How about, wow, I get to serve the Lord. Amen. Say. How about, wow, this is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. How about that? Whole different way of looking at stuff, ain't it? Wow! Not well, I got a bow. No, wow! I get to lay down before the Lord, amen, and give him all my problems and all my mess. And I'm putting it at his feet because he's king of kings and Lord of Lords. Isn't that good stuff? That's good stuff. That's what Mary did. Wow, I bow. And here's how she magnifies the Lord. Let me tell you what she says, and you'd be wise to do it yourself. For he that is mighty hath to me has done great things. Holy is His name. Say those words up top with me. You want to make God big? Let's do it right now. God is what? Remember that. Read this. It's in your Bible. It's the Christmas story. Read it. God is mighty. Keep looking. Look at this one. For He that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is His name. You want to make God big? Say it with me. God is holy. So He's mighty and He's holy. Well, I don't see him dwarfing now as much. Do you, yes or no? You mean he's mighty and he's holy? And I'm worried about my mess? And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. Say it with me. God is what? Sounding pretty big to me. How about you? This is Mary teaching us. She's teaching us. This is her words. He showed strength. With his arm, he scattered the proud in the imagination of their heart. Say it with me. God is what? God's strong. So he's mighty. He's holy. He's merciful. He's what? Sounds like a big deal to me. So he scatters the proud. Remember that. He's put down the mighty from their seats. He's exalted them of low degree. Listen, He's so strong, He puts down the mighty. He puts down the proud. That's who He is. He exalts the who. The who. God's big on God. He ain't big on you. 
God's big on God. He ain't big on me. God doesn't look at me eye to eye. You might disagree with that. I don't care. I think God likes to see me right down there at His feet. You understand that or not? I think He likes to see Gary Clark humble down at His feet. Any good thing I ever have or will do, I'm at His feet because He's the one that did it. Humble. Got it? Not. No, I don't see it that way. Amen? Now, I love Him. We can come boldly to the throne of grace. I get that. But don't ever forget, it is a throne. Amen? Say. And we worship Him. He's filled the hungry with good things. The rich He had sent empty away, so He exalts the humble. Keep looking. So, several things we've seen. Here's another one. God is faithful. He has helped His servant Israel in remembrance of mercy. So say it with me. God is what? We're just making Him big. Mary's helping us today. Keep looking. Scripture. And He spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to His seed forever. So say it with me. God is what? No matter what I'm going through. He's mighty. He's holy. He's faithful. He's merciful. He's strong. He's forever. Talk to the devil like that. Tell him that when you're going through the mess. And he starts diminishing God. And he becomes so small. And you, and you go with that bull. Fight back. Go, wow, fight back. That's what I do. Don't always do it. I screw it up. This is the right way. Amen? We don't worship Mary. No. We don't pray to Mary. No. But you know what? We can sure learn a whole lot from her. Did y'all hear me or not today? I sure have. Here's what Mary taught me. Mary says to Gary, My God is big. Remember that song? My God is so big, so strong and so mighty, there's nothing my God cannot do. I don't know the song. My God is so big, so strong and so mighty, there's nothing my God cannot do. This is a kiddie song. The mountains are His, the valleys are His, the stars in His handiwork too. Oh, my God is so big, so strong and so mighty, there's nothing my God cannot do. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on. Boom. Praise the Lord. Say them real loud with me, Raj. The list at the end. Here we go. Say them real loud. Real loud. Real loud. Real loud. We're making God big. I don't care. You've got to scream it. Here we go. Start off. Here we go. My God is... Come on. My God is... My God is... Praise the Lord, church. Come on! Woo! I believe y'all got...